Episode nine. Here we are. Yeah. We've made it this far. Oh man, it's been a, a weekend. It's been a crazy weekend. Everyone had birthdays. Everyone had birthdays, the neo-Nazi stuff. North Korea. <laughs> oh <laughs> boy. So we kind of hit on all of it. Yeah, but mainly, we mainly talked racism, I guess. Yeah. Charlottesville, that was a mess. A mess. We go into it. Yeah, so we, we talk about that. We talk about an interaction I had with a dude at a bar. Who may or may not have had a place to live. <laughs> uh-huh. We'll find out. Yeah. And yeah, we talk a lot about, we do, we go politics. We go politics. I'm nervous, but I don't know. We had to talk about it. The Charlottesville thing is everywhere. And it's scary. I know it's cliche and it, it, to, to we talk politics, but it's hard not to when it's such a big deal with everything going on. So anyway, let's see how let's, <laughs> let's see, see how it goes. <laughs> We're not giving the best pitch right now. Oh, this is our Wolf Blitzer episode. <laughs> oh, talking Heads app. Talking Heads. Hugs and Hugs 9 begins now. How can something that smells so bad taste so good? I know. Hard-boiled egg. It uh, smells like a fart. It smells like a fart. It does. It smells like a fart. I'm almost upset that you're eating it next to me. Did you just drop hard-boiled I just dropped egg? a little bit. Hold on. Yeah, Hugs, you got it. A hard-boiled egg is a, she can be a high-maintenance snack. It's so good. Like, I would never eat a fart. No. But an HBE. Yes. Mm. It's interesting how you do it. You really just bite right into the whole egg. What's your approach? I cut it in half. Really? Uh-huh. I just I, go for it. Oh, no. I cut her in half, and then I'll put maybe a little salt on her, or maybe a little dab of mm. mustard. Mustard? Uh-huh. Very nice. Yeah. Do you have I, any mustard? I could go for another one. Yeah. Let's wait. Okay. We'll wait. <laughs> that, mm. Yeah. How did you feel? Do you think it was cooked to the proper- Oh, that's perfect. It peeled very easily. I have a trick. What's your trick? Oh, God. Peeling an egg can be really- <laughs> peeled can be, fantastically. It can be really tough. It can be a bitch. Um, after it's done boiling- Mm-hmm. I um, put a bunch of ice in the pan, oh, in the pot. Oh, wow. Yeah, my gra- this was my grandmother's trick. And wow. so it's like, I don't know what it is, but it's the hot to immediate cold. I just like fill it with tons it, it of ice. It just came right off. And they peel right off. Man, I hate when someone eats a hard-boiled egg on an airplane. You ever have that happen? No. Stinks up the whole plane? Yeah, of course. That's that's one of those foods that's like, it, just be considered. That's the same with like a tuna sandwich. Ooh. Don't eat a tuna sandwich in a closed space where somebody is forced to sit next to you These just don't tips. do it also wings somebody ate wings once oh i'm okay with wings really i like the smell of a wing oh well, who doesn't like the smell of a wing but it's the idea of how to eat the wing it's a messy sitch. oh it's gross guy in middle seat i'm trapped <laughs> in window one 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 day fucking middle seat guy as soon as we take off pulls out just a whole do you have blue cheese in the whole yes, nine pulls out a whole thing of fucking hot wings <laughs> and eats all of the hot wings and I have to listen to him sucking on the bone. Where does he discard the bones? He's putting them back into the thing and then that sits there. Oh, just bones. Just, it's, it was like the worst. I felt like giving him a lecture. Like I remember being. You should have. Well, I should have, right? I mean, in situations like that, what do you think? Do you think you. Or just make it friend. Yeah, like a friendly lecture. Like just be like, hey, like how would, like, yeah, I'm not going to yell at him. fella. Hey, you think this was the right choice? Yeah, I don't know how often you're doing this. Maybe he intended on eating the wings before he got on the flight, but he ran out of time. I mean, all of the possibilities are 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 there. I mean, because look, if that was the scenario, if I bought wings and planned on eating them before, mm-hmm. ran out of time, the only choice was on, I would acknowledge it to the people sitting next to me. Uh, yes. I would have to say- You're I'm, thoughtful. 
Well, I mean, I think it's odd that he didn't say, sorry, I'm about to pull out hot wings. <laughs> Excuse me. I know this is a bit much. Yeah. Had he done that, I would have been like, okay, this guy has a little self-awareness. Well, I'm glad he survived. I'm glad I, you're here to tell the tale. <laughs> okay. I understand that you're saying I'm dramatic. But, it's okay. But, man. Can I also point out, so yeah. we have a camera that we set up for the podcast it is on this hilarious stack of books and a five DVD set of My So-Called Life. <laughs> oh, God. That was like the original MTV drama. My So-Called Life. Was it on MTV? I'm pretty sure it was on MTV. And I yeah. think that's how Jared Leto got his start. Claire Danes. Claire Danes. Um, who is now in, what's the show that I love? You, oh, Homeland. Homeland. You love Homeland. Oh, she's great. You love Homeland. Mm-hmm. She's crazy, but yeah, I really like that the way she show. Does that role. Is very good. No, I saw this. My so-called life or Homeland. Oh, I don't watch Homeland. My so-called life. I want. I we should have a night where we revisit this. Okay. Wouldn't I don't think fun? I've. I don't think I've ever visited it. Period. You've. You never watched it. Maybe on act. No, <gasps> not really. I think it was aimed more towards the the females. Maybe. I mean, yeah. it's a drama kind of. I was so into it. Yeah, I watched Hey Dude. Oh, I watched Hey Dude. Salute your shorts. Yeah, I did all that. Double Dare, Family Pete Edition. And Pete. Pete and Pete. Yeah, that Pete was my speed. I was yeah. a Nickelodeon guy. Me too. Yeah. But my so-called life was like a hit. Anyway, I was walking around Los Feliz one day. It was like a Sunday, enjoying my day. You bought that recently? That's not from your childhood? This, no, this was like a, a couple years ago. I was doing... There was like a yard sale. Like I walked up, uh, somebody was having a little yard sale outside and I saw that and I was like, there's no way I can't purchase this. Mm-hmm. So I bought it. Well, it makes for a great camera holder. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think we should have a- <laughs> You have a David Sedaris book, Five My So-Called Life. What else do you have? Hold on. Oh God. Oh, this, this is, is pretty be interesting. Hoopty. Yeah. My book, my bookshelf is filled The Word with- Without Us, The Heavy- and the art of being human. <laughs> that's what's holding up the camera today. Yeah, that's nice. So we're going to get into the Charlottesville thing. That's kind of... Only because how can we not? How can you not? It's the biggest thing in the news. Is there anything fun that we want to discuss before we dive deep into the racism of America? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> what? That's not the fun segment? Well, be- before we get to the <laughs> neo-Nazis... Um, wait, should I turn the air off? The AC? Yeah, turn it off for a second. I want it to get hot in here when we talk. KKK. Oh, Jesus. Great. Oh, I can hear much. Yeah, it's a very loud unit, you know. She's a loud unit. Well, we had a great weekend. So before we talk (laughs) neo-Nazis. The the perfect premise to any. Uh, We had a a bunch of friends had birthdays, so we were just celebrating birthdays all weekend. Yeah. You almost fell in love with a homeless man. What happened? (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, so yeah. So we had a good weekend um, a lot of friends' birthdays, and yeah, yeah. you just said that. Um, okay, so we're out at this bar, and Harvard and Stone. Harvard and Stone having g- good fun. Um, you guys are all at one end of the bar. Anyway, I'm at the other end because now it's getting to the point where it's like super crowded. Mm-hmm. So I find an open spot at the bar to order a drink. While I'm ordering this beverage, some dude comes up to me and like starts like you know kind of like hitting on me, whatever. But like we're having. Like this really great conversation. Yeah. Oh my God. Are you picking your face? No, my lip just peeled. Oh boy. (laughs) There's always something wrong with me. No, you're okay. You good? Yeah, I think so. Very excited for this story. So if we could. God, I need a little sip of coffee. Okay. I'm I'm ready. So you're at the bar. You had a fucking hard boiled egg. I can't have a sip of coffee. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. I realize I'm in the middle of the story, but okay. So, you know, normal bar sitch. This guy's like hitting on me. It turns into just like a fun, regular, 
Con- what did he look like? He was good looking. Did he have like a hipster look? Yeah. He had like Is this-, this the classic you can't tell if he's hipster or homeless situation? Yeah, he, he was like, he was good looking. Like he was good looking. He was like hipster. He, I mean like, so, so, okay. It plays out like, so, play, yeah. So, okay. It plays out like this. It's a good convo. I'm kind of like starting to like vibe with him. He's kind of trying to take it to like another level very quickly. He's I mean, being, he's, is he being a uh, touchy feely? He's being touchy feely. Right from the get go. No, I mean like we start, we kind of like, there was like some sort of a connection. We were like la- like laughing. Also when in scenarios like I, when it's like a dude hitting on me, I tend to comment on it instead mm-hmm. of just like, hey, like flirt right back. I'm like, I'll say like, you're hitting on me You right get now. the play-by-play of the flirt. I give a play-by-play of the flirt okay. and like I comment on it. It's probably very stressful and That's annoying. one way to do it, I guess. <laughs> That's just, I don't even plan to do it. That's just how I handle yeah, it. right. Because I'm just awkward, I think. No, it's okay. I think so, it's so yeah, so I'm kind of have it being awkward like that and he's just like getting a, like a kick out of it. Um, he thinks you're a hoot. He thinks I'm a hoot. Okay. And he like comments on my, he's like, are you okay? Like calm down. You know what I mean? Because I'm being, you know, I can get like erratic. I can be like, oh, I, yes. Crazy yes. behavior. Yes. Just yes. like where I'm like talking about like So, but he was like getting a kick out of it. Um. So anyway, it was fun. So then, yeah, he starts to kind of like get touchy feely. At one point he like comes in, almost like tries to like kiss me. Goes in for the at bar kiss. At bar kiss, which Ooh. I'm so uncomfortable with. Ooh. Anytime. PDA right off the yeah. bat. Yeah, not, okay. a, no, not a good sitch, but like not, he wasn't being a dick about it. He was just, he thought we were vibing that much. And then I was like, are you trying to make out with me? And he was like, he was like, oh, you don't. Oh, so you're continuing the play by play. Continuing play by play. So basically, (laughs) anyway, but it turns into this funny banter. Now, cut to, I'm thinking to myself, all right, maybe I'll bring this dude home tonight. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, you know, we've had a couple of drinks. It's kind of like we're having fun. I'm kind of like, all right, I'm feeling him out to see, like, should we carry on the hang after this bar? Um, So in this idea of, like, getting to, so I don't, you know, bring home a psychopath, Mm -hmm. I'm like, where do you live? He goes, "Uh, here and there. Uh, (laughs) Here and there? Here and there. Like, he's, like, legit, just, like, here and there. And I'm like, what do you, I I don't understand. I'm like, I don't understand what that means. So he keeps kind of dancing around the question, but he's doing it in a chart. I mean, he's laughing. He's kind of giggling. He's like, and. So he's a super charming vagabond. Yes. So I start to assess him, and I'm like, oh, my God, is he homeless? So I'm assessing him, looking at him like, he doesn't look homeless. Also, at this point, he's bought me a drink. He put down his card. Like, he's we're having cocktails. So, like, he obviously has money, you mm-hmm. know? Um, just the, no home. Just no home. Just not a yeah, place his, to his rest his head at night. His hair looked a little greasy. That, was that like, could be hipster that, homeless. That Who knows? pomade. Pomade. Could be a choice. Whatever. There was no way of telling... So then I just say flat out, I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, are you homeless? You asked. I asked. You asked the guy that you were considering to take home (laughs) for a night of whatever it might have been. Yeah. You asked him if he was homeless. Yeah, because I was like, I need to. Well, also I was, and it wasn't even in a judgment way at this point because of the weird behavior. I'm like, okay, I'm not bringing this person home. Well, because obviously he wasn't going to bring you home because he doesn't have a home. home. Exactly. (laughs) If he can't. So what did he say? Are you homeless? What's his answer? He just kept dancing around the question. He laughed at it. I was like, are you? Because I was having this revelation out loud in front of him. And I'm like, oh, wait, are you homeless? Oh, also, wait, I'm not judging you. (laughs) Like, if you are. like, We all go through tough times. Yeah, like I was being super. I was like, I'm not judging you, and I'm I'm sorry if this is weird, but like, you're like here and there. That's not really a thing. Like we're like, are you? Are you? You know? Does he just hop on the back of trains with one of those sticks and the little <laughs> handkerchief that holds all of his goods? Is that what we're dealing with here? 
no. Huggies, it's not what, the Huckleberry. So when did you determine that you weren't going to take the homeless guy home? Well, so then, yeah, well, at this point, I already know that I'm not going to take him home. If, he, if his answer is here and there, and at this point, now, we've t- <laughs> now we're talking about the possibility that he may be homeless for 10 minutes, but I'm doing all You the- could have offered him a home that you could have- Oh, well, Huggies, get a grip. You should have been. No, but anyway, it just, I think he's one of those guys, because we had been talking about- He's a lighting designer, he was saying. And, like, he was talking about legit stuff. I mean, I know, like, production stuff. And Mm -hmm. so, like, he wasn't making... He was very genuine. I found him to be very genuine. I think the when it came up about the home, I think he's one of those artist types that, like, floats (laughs) around. You know, he's one of those guys that, like, has money. You know, I don't know how much money he has. crashes on friends' couches. Yeah, or maybe he, like, yeah, like, has girl... Uses girlfriends for their... I mean, so then I have this epiphany, and I'm like... Because, again, I'm just, like... Oh, so he was trying to charm your little pants off for a place to sleep. Right. So I have that epiphany and I say that to him, but I'm not upset this whole time. I'm like, I'm kind of like, I'm impressed almost. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, wait. So, okay. Oh my, you do this. This is something that you do. You like go to, you like pick up a girl and that's, you have a place to stay for the night. And he just kept laughing. I'm sorry. If somebody asked me that question, I would be like, no. Oh my God, that's crazy. You think that I do that? There was no denying it. Wow. That I think that that is the case. Anyway, I just had said, he was, and again, he was so nice. And I just said. So um, he was like the cutest homeless dude ever. He, cutest, nicest, most sincere <laughs> homeless dude ever who bought me a Bev. Wow. And then I was like, yeah, then I was like, all right, I'm going to run to the bathroom. Maybe I'll see you around later. And that was it? And that was it. And he disappeared. No, I, didn't, I don't know. He went to go charm the pants off another gal so yeah, he could I find a place to sleep that possibly. night. Possibly. Yeah. Wow, what a way to live. I know. I know. I mean, and again, I don't know this for a fact, but like that's all I can imagine. Well, I'm glad you didn't take him home. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously. He could have robbed you. Huggies, I'm obviously not going to take No, you know, what, yeah. what helped you was actually doing the out loud play-by-play. Your yeah. method of flirtation saved you from yeah. housing a homeless guy. Yeah, 100%. Well, congratulations. Thank you. That was a very fun, fun night. I was kind of a little bit bummed because it's like I rarely go out to bars. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I mean, I do sometimes, yeah. but if we do, it's for like... I don't know. I'm rarely. It's usually for a celebration of some sort. Right. But I'm rarely like, and I'm usually caught up with who I'm with, like friends and stuff. So like, I'm rarely out like at standing at a bar at the bar alone Mm -hmm. buying a drink, which like, even though I was there with you guys and friends, I only was alone at the bar at that moment because I wanted to get a drink and I found. And look at that. Two seconds. Some guy just sweeps you off your feet. So one, it makes me think I should go out more. Maybe. Well, that's the old-fashioned way of know, getting just dates. Go pick up, yeah, get, yeah. Before Tinder, there was bars. Yeah, you that's where you met. Out. That's where you met a gal or a guy, and yeah, and yeah. that's totally the way way the to do it. Days. Yeah, but I was a little bummed because I was like, oh, like it was fun. Like, let's I go out this week. We'll be each other's wing people. Yeah, except it's tough because people think we're together when we're out. Yeah, because we hang out so much. I know, so yeah. we can't. I and mean, we we could go out together, but stand separately at the bar. I might start using this homeless thing. No, I want to be what? homeless. I, he almost got you. The he homeless didn't move get might be me, a move. He didn't get me because he was homeless. Cute, artsy homeless man needs a bed. No. I'm going to try it. Uh, but it, anyway. was a bu- it was a bummer coming home and being like, oh, that was fun being like hit on and like having like a, you know. And realizing. And then realizing that he's homeless. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're here to tell the tale. Yeah. Do we want to? Well, I think, hold on, let me check. Do you check. have anything else? Because Charlottesville, it's going to get very heavy. I know. Race, uh, race wars. Okay, so this is kind of dumb. <laughs> so 
while we're out for Greg's birthday at mm-hmm. Harvard and Stone, it's super chill. And then it gets to a point where like it starts getting bu- busier and busier. And then this band starts to play. They mm-hmm. were they were fine, but it was they're very loud. Very loud. Band. They're right by the bar. And you do the thing that you anybody does when they're out at a bar and it's too loud. You're screaming. Yes. And you're like in each other. What? Yeah, I can't. And you're like kind of. You're just screaming everything. <laughs> like, I'm on my period. What? <laughs> it's been a tough day. Huh? Yeah, you know, it's like so like what Were these it? some of the lines you were using with homeless man? Were you <laughs> screaming at homeless man? No. Okay. I mean a little bit. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, so I come up with this invention, Greg and I, called Bar Talk. It's like a headset, like on production, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. what's your, uh, it's what's this, your 20? What's your 20? Copy say, that. Yeah. So it's like a little earbud. It's like a little lav, but it's not noticeable, right? Like a wireless right. lav. And you use it specifically as a walkie talkie stitch in a bar. That's kind of genius. Yeah. So you're just sitting there face to face and you can just have a normal conversation. And it's called bar talk? Maybe. I don't know. I just made it up. That is genius. I know because I'm sitting there going, God, wouldn't it be lovely if I didn't have to Wouldn't scr- it be lovely if the homeless man could actually hear the words <laughs> yes. I'm saying? Oh. Yeah. Wouldn't it be lovely if I didn't have to fucking scream? I like this environment. This is fine. But like, I can't hear what you're saying. Right. Anyway. That's kind of genius. So I'm copywriting that right now. Okay. You better get on it because yeah. people have, uh, yeah, I know. the idea is now exposed. I mean, I'm sure there's something like that. But if I don't, if we don't know about it, then Bar it's- talk. It, then it's not, you know, it's not doing very well. I like the idea. Isn't it a good idea? Great idea. Genius. And so once it becomes very popular, everyone will just have it in their in their bag, like a chapstick. <laughs> you just throw on your bar talk. You just throw on your device. bar talk. It'll become that norm. But until then, so everyone at the bar will have walkie talkies. Yeah. In. But until then, you uh, you can just have two. And so if you're having a conversation with someone, you just give the person who you want to talk to the other. Not a bad idea. I know. Let's try it out. Oh, man. Got to get that patent working. Oh, God. Copyright, whatever you're... Bar talk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we got bar talk, homeless man. Yeah. Are we ready to jump into some... Yeah, let's talk Neo-Nazi about chatter? It's been a crazy weekend. I honestly thought we were going to talk about the whole North Korea thing, but it seems every day there's new, some new fucked up thing happening in this country. I guess. Did everybody, uh, did people know how? It was in Charlottesville, Virginia. They were taking down a statue of Robert E. Lee. Right. He was the main Confederate general. Was it a riot? No, not, it wasn't a riot. It was just, I guess, initially supposed to be a protest. These white people were mad that they were taking down the Confederate statue. It's the same sort of people that like get upset. That we're getting rid of Confederate flags and stuff. Right. To them, it's, I guess, what their heritage. I don't know. I, well, so, but my question is quickly, how long before it actually took place, were people informed? Was yeah, it like this organized I, thing? Were people ready for it? I think people were ready, and I think it was people... F- I mean, obviously, some people knew, so the... Well, let's take the guy that did the, the, the car thing. Yeah. If you haven't seen the video, this, this guy rammed his car into a group of protesters. So there ended up being the white people protesters, and then there was people uh, protesting those protesters. Right. So it became a whole scene. Yeah. And a lot of it got violent, and a lot of it got ugly. Yeah. And there's a lot of video of it. Just go to CNN or whatever your fake news of choice is uh, <laughs> and, so the whole thing- and check it out. But... um. So it all started, it, it, the whole thing was this, why was the statue being removed? I think because he represents, it's kind, kind of represents racism to a certain extent. So then the mayor of the town. 
or whatever was like we're taking or they've yeah planned to take it down. They planned to take down the statue, and then the. Uh, the, and the, the fucking the, KKK was like, yeah, fuck this shit. Kind of. Well, I don't know. if it, it seemed like there was a bunch of different. It seemed like a group of. Neo-Nazi. Well, if you saw that picture yeah. of the frat guys with the tiki torches from Home Depot. Oh, my God. The whole thing. It's so crazy. So rid- I'm like, what is going? Why the it tiki looks, torches? It, it's which one is very just tacky. It's like <laughs> it's like, you know, that they were like with their stupid brains, yeah. like calling each other like, all right, I'm going to go. And I, <laughs> I'll clean out the Home Depot on Sunset. You get the lows. You get you hit up the lows. <laughs> like the fucking idiots. Like they're stupid, stupid yeah, if, brains. If you're people. gonna do a neo-Nazi rally, I mean, have a real torch. You know what it looked like? It what have I have a real goddamn the torch. The whole thing is it's so weird. That's that picture of like all of them at night with well, the tiki torches. Yeah, that's become kind of a. It reminds me of the scene from. Um, Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> where the townspeople yeah. go to uh, go to capture the beast, and and the, it's like a real it's the real suspense suspenseful part because yeah, yeah like Belle has escaped. Oh, and they're going to kill Belle's dad, and they're going to capture the beast. They're going to kill the beast. And then That's- Gaston has them all kill the beast. And he like has them all and they all follow Gaston and all of the village people. They're all chanting with these torches. I never thought of it that way. But yeah, I guess it does remind me a little bit of Beauty and the Beast as well. <laughs> it's like a goddamn cartoon. That's how fucking stupid it is. So with the torches, what? But there was people gathered in Charlottesville, Virginia. A lot of them were from the Midwest. So the guy mm-hmm. that ended up killing the mm-hmm. lady and injuring 19 others, you mm-hmm. saw the video, he just mm-hmm. rammed his car yeah. into a group of protesters, used his car as a weapon. He was 20 years old. So stupid. And apparently he told his mom that he was going to um, like a political thing, like a Trump rally or yeah, something I guess like that. that's one way to put it. If that's what's so, what's so re- crazy about this whole thing and the most upsetting thing about all of this. And so it just came out today that he, Trump did do a um, press conference. Yeah, well, he did a press conference, but after the whole thing happened, he, he didn't say anything he in con- regards to it being. Well, he condemned everything, but very vaguely. Right. So he addressed it on Saturday, but he didn't really call out the fact that it kind of was an act of terror but it wasn't your typical muslim isis thing it wasn't well his favorite targets right and so people got upset because you know he was the one barking at barack obama why don't you say radical islamic terrorism why don't you say that right but meanwhile this was essentially a radical white person racist terrorism Right. And he didn't say anything, so people got upset. Uh, let me ask you this. Yeah. Let's say it was an illegal Mexican mm-hmm. that had rammed his car right. and killed someone. Oh, yeah. You think he would have mentioned something about it being a Mexican? Right, of course. If it was an ISIS, Mus- if it was a Muslim gentleman that yeah. had done that, do you think he would have said something about... Yeah, 100%. I mean, and that's the that's what is so upsetting about it, is that, like, he condemns the whole thing, but very vaguely, but, like, he won't flat out, like... The problem, he won't flat out. He did today. He did today. But but today is Monday. And this is the initial press conference where he didn't address it was on Saturday. And like, look, fucking these white supremacists and these people are, they're all Trump supporters. And well, a lot of them too were heard chanting hail Trump. Right. So like. Hail Trump. Now, let's let's just pinpoint this too though. It's one thing to say. 
that they're all Trump supporters. It doesn't mean that all Trump supporters are white supremacists. Right. But it seems to be that most white supremacists are Trump, are supporters. Trump supporters. KKK right. endorsed Donald Trump in right. this election. Exactly. So so just the fact that it, it's like that affiliation, it is now 100% his responsibility to get in front of America and say, this is not okay. And like they're using my name as if I'm, I've given them permission. Now, the the possibility exists that like, Look, I don't think that Trump. I think he's. I think he's racist. I think he's a bigot. I think he's terrible. I don't think he really supports this white supremacist. I don't. I don't think so either. I think that like these idiots have just taken his name on because they, it's like they connect with this idiot brain. Well, yes. And so anyway, now Trump has the support of these people, and God forbid he's to say, "Sorry, I'm not affiliated with this. Stop using my name." Yeah. You know. Look. He that's the simplest thing he could have done. Sure. And he won't do it. He won't do it because he'll lose his supporters. So do you think our country is more racist now than it was a few years ago? Or do you think the racist voices are just louder because they feel like they can be under the Trump presidency? 100 percent B. Because like seeing something like this is absolutely awful, but it's weird. Like you and I kind of live in this bubble Los Angeles, which is a very diverse place. Mm-hmm. I don't really, well, I'm also a white dude, but I feel like I don't witness that much racism here. Right. Racism's always going to exist, but I would say as a country, we've progressed in the past 25 years. Sure, I think as a whole, we have. And you're right, we don't see, I don't feel, I mean, look, I, I feel other sort of um yeah, we're also discrimination. white people yeah right right so like everyone like i feel other sorts of discrimination like sexism uh yeah sexism sure so being a woman or not being this perfect skinny yeah also st- type that uh, that affects me a lot sure. ha- always has so like there's a lot of things that i deal with but like no racism is not one of them obviously and like so i don't really see it um, that often, and I don't think that it has grown. Yes, yeah. I think that there's been progress in terms of, you know, there's been progress, but there, it's still there. And like now, because we have a president that is, I mean, he just he says it how he feels whenever he feels it. Mm-hmm. He's a all the flippant remarks. He's a. It, Inconsider, like he's a fucking stupid hothead. He's a stupid hothead. And- well, and that's the thing too. He'll be the first one to send a tweet about Nordstrom not selling, you know, his daughter's handbags anymore. But right. then we'll go silent. He went silent on right. tw- this. Is the king of Twitter? Right. Thirty six hours. He didn't yeah. say shit after this act of violence when his name was involved yeah he won't say anything right that's, he'll, he'll, that's he'll, the problem he'll tweet terrible things to alec baldwin on saturday about saturday night live because he's being made fun of yeah right oh he's being made poor trump i mean made fun of because he's such a fucking ego he's only ego and he's so fucking anyway <laughs> it makes me angry and then right. yes so whether or not he, so i think to him he's so stupid that he's like well i'm not a what i'm not a white supremacist and i'm not a nazi and i'm not a part of the kkk like so obviously, like, I, why am I involved? I don't have to say anything. And he's not thinking about how they're using his name. So therefore, he's affiliated. And like, yeah, he can fucking go on an immediate rant about SNL. Right. But, right. Or Nordstrom. Or Nordstrom. So 
but he can't just he couldn't just say I'm not a part I'm not associated with this right like that's anyway so what you had said before I think that like I think it's just they're louder now these voices of racism and I Mm -hmm. think that like Trump the way he speaks and how unintelligent he is and how... Well, you keep saying how unintelligent he is, but I mean... Okay, hold on. Let me just finish this thought. It's got to some level of intelligence to become the president of okay, the United right. States Okay, right. So let me just America. finish this thought. The way he speaks publicly, the way he is a hothead and the way he doesn't hide it and the way he's like just flat out blatantly rude and like the people that he's connecting to are these people in... I don't want to put it, but like wherever they are, these stupid people that are like, oh, well, he talks like I do. And so like I connect with him. I I identify with this person and they don't understand what it is that he's actually doing. They don't understand any of the policies or the non policies that he has or like they don't. Anyway, they're just connect. They're they're surface stupid brained people. Well, that are just connecting. Okay, so we call. So you're calling them stupid brain people. But. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how a person becomes a neo-Nazi or how a person becomes a Klansman. Oh, I don't know. Well, I mean, but that's what you got to try to kind of figure out. Like, I, I don't think like, it's, I don't think anyone's born no. a bad person. I don't think anyone's born with hate. I think it's easier to love than it is to hate. It feels good to love, in my opinion. So I think these people are a product of their crazy upbringings. I think a lot of these people maybe have never even really met black people before. Yeah. Or they've never really met Jewish folks or Muslim people. And they're just surrounded by these people that are telling them how shitty they are and how they're ruining the country, doing this, doing that. And that is just completely screwing up their brains and that's how they become what they are it's instilled in them yeah 100 percent. it's just like if if 95 percent of christians i know Mm -hmm. they were born Mm -hmm. in a christian house yeah 99 percent of jewish people i know most of them don't convert to judaism it's they're brought up that way so i would also say 99 percent of these crazy racists are born in these crazy racist environments and we got to figure out a way as a country to educate people about what's really going on right in this country that we are a diverse incredible country and i think some of the white people are freaking out too because with each passing day we're becoming a browner country in a hundred years <clears throat> we're gonna look different more, more white and ba- blacks yeah. are banging. Oh, I lo- and I love a good mixed baby. Oh, who doesn't? I'm sorry. If uh, like it, I, I almost think that moving forward, the law should be Was you can bad? only yeah. it, it sh- can only be a mixed race. Yes, mixed. What is it? Biracial couple. Yeah, you can only. That's it. Bottom line, right. because we want to create, we want to, we want to breed, we want to create a beautiful breed. <laughs> All mixed babies, and sorry for this general, like this, yeah, it's a bad to say. I don't know. I, mean, I, oh. I don't know. Maybe, and if and if it is, and if somebody's offended or you have something to say, like let us know. <laughs> I, I mean, totally. Every mixed child or person I've ever met has been gorgeous. <laughs> right. So, like that's, I can only that's speak actually, from what I know. That's. The super race yeah. is going to be all of us. Yeah. Everybody needs to bang everyone. Everyone bangs everyone. Everyone bangs everyone. And then we create this new (laughs) combined. With our forces combined, we can make Mm -hmm. perfect human beings. You can only only make a a child. 
You can only reproduce with a, a, another nationality. I think that's, that's a great law. I think that's a great law. That's a great law. Now, I don't know if the white supremacist guys with the tiki torches are going to go for it. <laughs> I don't think it'll, it'll be hard to convince. But, you know, so it's so easy, though, going back to that. It's easy to hate them. Obviously, it's horrible. They're racist and stuff. I'm just trying to figure out why they are that way. Right. So exactly what you're saying. And it doesn't seem like a guy like Trump is helping us move forward and getting rid of people thinking in this shitty, hateful way. No. Duh. I mean, literally everything. It's like, and what's crazy about all of this is like, it's just, it's so obvious. And Trump isn't, and Trump 100% isn't helping. And I mean, he's, because of his behavior, this is again, there's, there's no sort of like, stature of like he's not setting an example whatsoever in in regards to how to present yourself or how a human even how not even how like how to be a man you know I was, I was going to talk about like you know in a suit and how you speak and etiquette and like it's not even he doesn't even represent being a human he <laughs> because because he says such flippant things and, yep. and he's there's no there's no humanity in him and so you're just saying that that's okay. And he's the president of the United States. And he won the and election. So, and he won an election. And these people... Even though he almost, lost the popular vote by three million votes. Yeah, right. So we all know exactly. Is he still going to build the wall? Is that a thing? I have an idea. The $25 billion it's going to cost to build the wall. Why don't we start educating people? <laughs> I was reading all these crazy stats. If you took that money, you could like the homeless for a decade I mean it's insane it's like all of these people all of his supporters they're just so ego driven and this is what it really upsets me and I try to think of positive things like what you just said you're like instead of this we could do this you're like thinking in a more positive way and for me I'm just I'm right now I'm just like upset my brain is going to like they're working on pure ego and because it's in their brains well yeah we have a president whose name is on hotels Everyone, that kind of feels weird, having the leader have his name on all this shit. Like, it almost feels like we're in a regime of some sort. I don't know. It's creepy. It doesn't, it doesn't sit well with me. No, the whole thing doesn't sit well at all. It's almost as if they're getting off on the fact that he's this hot-headed guy and this guy who doesn't play by the rules and he's not a regular politician. Right. That's, so, how we, that's exactly how we yeah, want. Yeah, so, so that's how he... So they're... They're it, they're getting off on that, and then it's kind of like a ha ha fuck you. Now the normal people can like, I'm it makes me it, on it. It makes it makes me sick to my stomach. Do you need a hard boiled egg? No, that's the wrong thing for an upset oh, stomach. Maybe some chicken wings. <laughs> God, shut up. And also, all the way he's acting now is exactly how he acted during his campaign. So like, yeah, there's no this, there's no change here. So like, if you're saying, well, I didn't know this. That's bullshit because he said all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. He said all of this stuff and you still did it. And I have struggled with this a lot since the election. Um, since he got elected, I've struggled with family members that have voted for him and, you know, where I stand on this. And I got vocal after the election, and, mm -hmm. you know, on social oh, media. Oh, you were, you were very, very vocal. very vocal. And when things started to really play out in a terrible way once he was in office, um... I have a hard time not sharing my feelings and then uh, you know I would have relatives come in and say certain things and I just can't wrap my head around somebody who I understand for them me having empathy and me trying to put myself in their shoes why they would support him why they would vote for him the 
only thing is money is money well they happen to they happen to be wealthy people everyone any family member of mine that have voted for him happened to fall within that tax bracket that will benefit under his and that will definitely affect the way people vote yeah people don't want the government taking money from them no 100 percent. and so and so i understand that i really do but to take it personally it's giving me a fuck you it's my uncle saying well, I know that that's going to affect Megan. I mean, mm-hmm. I know he didn't think about this because right. he's only thinking about himself. Sure. Because that's what they're all doing. Sure. But I don't fall within that tax bracket. I am actually on the end that is going to be hurt by this. I'm talking specifically financially, mm-hmm. you know, health insurance, all these things. And so it's hard to not take it personally when. No, I understand. Well, I just try to do. Yeah, I just try to do my best to understand how people that's like not only voted for him but continue to support him like how it's it's, it's it's hard what what did you think of his they're, comment they're making they're they're flat out making the choice to turn to what is it turn to blind eye what's the saying yeah that works turn to turn their turn up shoulder no turn their face <laughs> turn their turn the, they're making a choice to turn their face yeah 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 no i know what you mean and what, I what, what did you think of up. what did you think of trump's reaction to the north korea threats where he, if they continue to threaten us, uh, will be met with fire and fury. People got freaked out by that, but I'm like, that's exactly how I would think he would respond. He can't. And as bad as Trump is, though, you got a guy like Kim Jong-un, who is considerably worse, which is crazy. It's like two, it's two 13-year-olds yeah. with like... Well, Kim Jong-un is literally 32. Yeah. He's younger than I am. And he has all the power. It's two bratty teenagers going through puberty and have control like within like on a little like like the red button. Like a, they have the red button. And, and as bad moment, as Trump is, Oon is way fucking worse. Like really, really, really legitimately evil. And Trump responding that way, fire and fury. People were like, "Oh my god, I can't believe!" I'm like, "That's exactly how I would imagine yeah, him yeah. responding yeah. to that." I was not. I was not. Nothing sh- shocks me with this guy. He, and not it, anymore. It, 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 it all came. Not anymore. This is what he ran on. This is what he can't. This is on. what you get. This is what you get, and it's terrifying because these people didn't think it through, and now our country is in a state of chaos. And Trump saying things like that is going to get us in fucking trouble. He can't just say that. I mean, it, it, it is really terrible. Yeah. It's watching somebody be just reactionary and like not. Well, and the one the time he should have been reactionary, he didn't react. Right. Right. That's right. That's the issue at hand. So I don't know what's going to happen. Honestly, I don't even know if we'd be having this conversation if it wasn't for the 20 year old kid that decided to drive his car. And I just want to know what made him so Mad. What was going on in his brain in that moment where he thought driving his car that that was the right thing I mean, to do? We'll never, we'll never know. But I, I would assume that. I mean, we'll never know. Bottom line. But I would think. I mean, he's a young kid, and he's at. I feel like at that age, you're in that vulnerable place where you're, where you kind of don't know where you fit in, maybe. And so you, and then. We've talked about this before. So you take a stance on something. Mm-hmm. And when you're that young and you take a stance on something, you like really take the stance. You like go to the extreme on the stance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. And so I almost, my instinct without knowing anything about this person is saying that he got involved in this white supremacist group 
and it made him feel welcome. They made him feel welcome. Yeah. I'm sure he felt a sense of community and maybe maybe for once he felt like he fit in. Perhaps this was his act of showing his people, you I know? Yes. Gosh. Um it's really scary also looking at those pictures and because it's an open carry state. Oh, so people just started walking around with guns? All of them. They all had fucking guns on them. Uh, that's terrifying. It's terrifying. <laughs> it's really scary. It, 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 it's so crazy. It's so crazy. How sad. How and there's sad. just like Nazi flags and Confederate flags. And I know some people, there still are folks who swear that they like the Confederate flag not because of racism, but because of their heritage or whatever. Yeah, I think the heritage thing is just an excuse. Like, and I think, can't... and I think these people—it's one. It's like I was saying with this kid. Probably, I think the sad part about it is, I think that they have built their own self identity and self worth, or like, yeah, on this fitting into this community, yeah. and for whatever reason, they're a part of this. So I don't strange. get a friendly vibe from the Confederate flag. Yeah, they don't seem like a friendly bunch. Not, I mean, it's just not. I don't feel happiness when I see it. I get a little scared. Yeah, it's very scary. Your heritage is scary. It's, your, your, your heritage is scaring me. Yeah. It's not bringing us all together. Yeah. I think that's the issue. But I do think we're progressing. Like, I know even 10, 15 years ago, I would more often hear people tell, like, racist jokes. Mm -hmm. You know, people would have, like, a handful of just stupid black and Jewish jokes. Right. And I would hear people say, and I don't hear that as much anymore. Yeah, I think people have become more aware because I also think those people, when they were doing it and still now if they do it, I mean, I think that most of the time that people don't even realize they're being racist. You yeah, know, they I just think, think they're being... I mean, that's me giving everyone the benefit of the doubt, right? Like, I think that they don't realize how that is, what it is that they're really saying. And I can even say that for myself. I'm obviously not racist, but like... I think that I've said unsensitive things in the past or, mm -hmm. you know, um, that just being more aware of it and people are, yeah, so I think you're right. I think society as a whole, people are more aware. Um, unfortunately with our current president and the situation with his, th these supporters and these people that now feel like they have a voice and that now feel like, they identify with the president. So mm -hmm. I think that that's coming to light. And I think that so as much as I think society as a whole has taken steps forward over the course of the decade. Now I think we're taking steps back in that. Well, way. hopefully it's like a two step forward, one step back thing. And we'll just see how he reacts in the next couple of days. Cause the <laughs> initial reaction is not that, that That's good. how we have to, that that's how we're going about our lives right yeah. now. Well, and the thing is, I don't, every day is something new. I don't think there's <laughs> like a shit load of racists. I hope not. I mean, based on what I was reading, these, these neo-Nazi protester people, there was like hundreds of them, which yeah. not thousands, hundreds, but it's a loud voice. Yeah. You know, and they feel, yeah. I think more emboldened now than they ever have to right. speak yeah. of their thoughts on how they perceive blacks and Jews and Muslims. Mm -hmm. And obviously it's not very positive. I just, I, I just think though, for the most part, I think we are a better country. I don't know. I think we're more open-minded now than we ever have been, but I don't know. I guess half of us aren't because half of us voted for this guy that certainly is not what I view as well, being I mean, super open-minded. It's definitely just bringing to light. Um, I think it's just heightening 
everything. So the people who uh, normally shift to the left or shift to the right, now everything is just heightened because our president is so extreme that it's become like, do you support him or do you not support him? And like, I think that it's making a lot of people become more educated and do their homework and... You know, I I never th- considered myself an activist, mm-hmm. you know, and then when all of this, when he got into office, like, and going to those marches. Yeah, what happened to the marches? What do you mean? There was like marches every week for a minute there. It was a <laughs> yeah, lot of fun. There's still, mar- I mean, we were literally the- talking about almost like a march now, this let's, past week. Let's but- start a march. <laughs> Can we please? On what? I don't care. Just everything's going to shit? Yeah, everything. Let's, uh, let's do a- An anti-Trump break- rally? I mean, I mean, we could. Anti-racism rally. I mean, I'm sure. Honestly, I'm sure that there's like there's things like that happening every day. There's where you it can... seems like they were happening much more in the beginning of his uh, presidency. Oh yes, but I miss I... those times. That was fun. <laughs> he missed, the... yeah, but he was doing did the band like he was doing ridiculous things. I know. Um, is he still building the wall, or was he was he just full of shit? Is that a thing? Is that on his I agenda still? I think it's still on his agenda. I don't. It's so gross. It's a whole. It's just a, and it's really expensive. It's just a waste it's of money. So much money. I that don't could think be going it's going to happen. educating people. I don't see how that can actually and happen. Feeding people. Well, I think the good, and healthcare. Okay, yeah. you know I, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I think that the only. I think the good news is that every day, with his crazy behavior, he's losing. A support like a Republican supporter, and what's his approval rating at? Oh God, check it out. What's, what's that? It's just so crazy. But we're uh, and how, what a difference! Like we're at a place now where every morning I wake up and one of my first thoughts is, I wonder what Trump has done. Like what you know what I mean? What's the new? What's going on with Trump? And kind of a little scared when cut to just a couple of years ago. It was so safe. Obama? I liked him. God, he was so good. He was so good. Trump approval falls to lowest level ever in Gallup poll. This is as of... So, his approval rating is at 34%. That's not... Good. (laughs) That's not good. Well, he's got the neo-Nazis. Let's see. Hold on, I'm reading... Looking at those pictures, it just seems so barbaric and just so... Barbaric, but I mean also tiki torches. Yeah. So fu- I love I love the idea of Beauty and the Beast. I think that's very funny. <laughs> so I don't know what we're going to do. We're- I mean, and then, you know, of course, and then, you know, positive thoughts and love going out to he- what the... Girl who was killed. In yeah, that. I think she was like 32. It's really, really Heather sad. Or something. And a lot of people injured. I think like upwards of 20 people injured in that. So yeah, it's it's just, it's sad. The and video's terrifying. It's just sad to see people fighting because of race like that. Because on a daily basis, I see so many people getting along and being creative together and realizing that none of that shit matters at all. And I wish we could just shine more positive lights on people getting getting along and making the world a better place by getting along instead of this these hundreds of neo-Nazis. I don't know. Um, do you ever, when you're in like a crowded place or like, I, do you ever have those thoughts of like, what would happen <clears throat> if like a terror attack or like something, a terrorist attack or something was to happen, like a shooting or 
was to happen now. What's crazy is I have those thoughts a lot. Like because So what would happen? Well when you well so when you see these videos of like even the one watching him crash into the crowd of people and then you're in people that took video of it on their phones, like you see so closely like how other people's reactions and how they handle it and oh shit and like the realness of it. It's so different when you see it than it is just hearing about yeah. it. And so like sometimes I'll be like in traffic and it's just stopped traffic and it's hundreds of cars all the time. Los Angeles. All, so every day story of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'll think what if like a bomb went off or what if some crazy terror attack happened right now or like, <laughs> yeah. Or like I'll be inside. How of, often do you think of this? I, like kind of a lot. Ay, ay, ay. I know. Or like I'll be in um, a store even and some like maybe I'll see a sketchy character or somebody who's acting kind of funny or maybe mm-hmm. not and like I'll just these thoughts are coming into my brain more often and it's really terrible but I think about oh boy. what if somebody was to hold up a because these terror attacks and the or these shootings or these things that have happened over the years they're becoming more and more frequent and they're becoming more and more uh just I mean they're happening everywhere yeah you know movie theaters to the church to schools to like you know whatever and it's like so it's just it's just scary and it is scary and then with the north korea crap we're in los angeles we're in the the missile yeah. range and supposedly he's gonna shoot something at guam i don't even know where the hell yeah, guam we could, is we i guess could, it's in the pacific could, ocean totally but i mean you would imagine la would be like target number one yeah so that's uh terrifying yeah and we have, I just, ugh, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, world. Fingers crossed, we'll see. World. We'll see where we're at next year. Hopefully we're still here. It's kind of a scary time to be alive. But at the same time, in my opinion, it's an amazing time to be alive. I see people doing incredible things. Yeah. And then you also see this racist shit. <sighs> it's mm-hmm. annoying. It's frustrating. Oh my God, I saw this video really quick. Mm-hmm. We should wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it. I saw this video on Facebook and oh God, the other morning I woke up. And so remember how I was like, I'm not doing social media first thing in the morning. Well, the other morning I went hard. I just started looking at all of the, but, but every video from like the most random, like cat video to like Love a, a really video. intense video. Like I watched interviews of the little smart children or like, you know what I mean? Literally every video I yeah. could have watched, I watched. I spent like an hour or more. <laughs> um, there were, and I cried. I did a lot of crying. Sure, sure you did. All the videos. <laughs> <laughs> this one, though, uh, this man, um, I guess he died a couple years ago. He died at like 106, and he saved over like 600 children from the Nazis in Germany. Oh, really? And it was just, it's just a really cool story. He like... Most of their parents were taken to concentration camps and eventually were killed. And I guess the kids were kept somewhere at, like, at some school. I don't, I don't know all the details, but he like one by one or in like small little groups would capture these kids. And yeah. He would set like set, free them. That's pretty amazing. And was he a, an American soldier? Or? I think so. Okay. I think so. I don't really remember, but. It added up to like over 600 children <clears throat> that he saved from the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. So years late, you know, years later, I mean, he was in his like maybe 80s, 90s when this video was, mm-hmm. when I saw this video. Um, 
he never told his wife. He never even told his wife. His wife one day found an album in the attic of over, you know, hundreds and hundreds of pictures. He, he never told his wife that he, he saved the lives of 600 children? No. Wow. He, he wrote down every name of every ch- child oh he saved. God. And he had it in this book hid, like that he never told his wife hidden in the attic. Right. And so his wife told the story to his some show. And so on, I have goosebumps thinking about it. Ugh. So on the show, they're thanking him for what he did. And then he realizes that everybody in the audience were all the children he saved. Oh, my God. <gasps> what show is this on? <laughs> I'm, I did not even I do it. Goosebumps. I, d- I know. I didn't even do it justice. I like, I have, I'll send you the link on Facebook. It's just a beautiful story. Was it like Maury Povich? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Donahue? No. God, what happened to Donahue? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Geraldo? Um, um, no, I don't. I didn't, was it one of those kinds of shows? No, was it an Oprah show? No, I don't. So it was something like that, but it wasn't. I didn't see the host, and if I, I don't know, I don't know. I don't think I don't, I don't know. I Send don't, me the link. That's we need more of these stories. Yeah, and it was just a minute. You see, because like you, see, they're thanking him, and it's like out of nowhere, and so they're thanking him, and he's like, you know, touched by it, and there's like this really sad music, <laughs> um, but then you see him turn around and notice all the people and it's all the children he's seen. Are you crying for real right now? Like I could cry if I let oh myself. Oh my, go. Shed a tear. Come on, you're an actress. Shed I a know, tear. I can do it. Think of the children. <laughs> Saved. No. no. You're getting tears. I know. Oh wow. Get it, let it out. Let it out. Are you losing it? I'm losing it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good I, try. Got, I got close. On that note, Anyway, great story. I'll send you the link. Please, please send me that. We, we, maybe we can post it so other people can oh, see it. Oh, it's too. so beautiful. That's awesome. I was weeping. Oh, I can imagine. You almost weeped. Yeah. I was like, all the children. <laughs> that's amazing that they set that up, though. All that's the children. Can incredible. you believe that? I can't even. That's, oh, I what a wonderful that. human. So, what are you going to work right now? Yeah, I got to work in a bit. All right. Um, yeah. Cool. But what else? That's all? I guess that's all we got for today. Yeah. Pretty heavy, but I mean, we needed to talk about it. And. I really think the majority of Americans are good people. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I always stand by the thought of, I really believe, and I try to remember this always, that I think everyone's doing the best they can with what they were given. Yeah. And even and so the, whether that, yeah. and so whether that means, and even if they are this hateful person filled with hate and this person who's like involved in something like this, like the, the white supremacist thing, you know, they're dealing with the world that they were brought that's, into that's with the circumstances saying, right. that they were given. So I think that deep down they, they're lost. I think yeah, they're lost. Right. And totally. I think they're a product of being around racism 100%. probably most of their lives. Yeah. I don't think anyone is surrounded by diversity and seeing people getting along and then out of the clear blue sky becomes a neo-Nazi. No, no. It doesn't really no. work that way. It, it's obvious that they're a product of their environment and their families or whatever. And I think that, yeah, I mean, obviously get angry, get angry. But I think keeping in mind that everyone's doing the best they can and everyone I think that's a good thing to think about and to keep in mind I agree. going through life. And so giving everybody the benefit of the doubt. And everyone's got a story, man. And 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 I feel like having taking that approach as opposed to uh such a strong defense rebuttal of anger or like dis, you know you disagree a different viewpoint 
I think taking the approach of trying to understand where somebody else is coming from is going to benefit everyone. Absolutely. I think that's good advice. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. enjoy work. Uh-huh. Hopefully there's no nuclear war this week. That'd be nice. <laughs> be nice if there's no nuclear war. And uh, we will see you next time mm-hmm. on Hugs and Hugs.